When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Theodora Speaks is presented by the Security Industry Association's Women in Security Forum. This episode is going to be a unique one because it's on the heels of where Susan K. Younger and I spoke on the Code to Communication, Collaboration, and Camaraderie at ISC West, in particular, SIA's Women in Security Forum's Leadership Series. Susan and I talk about what's missing today if we're tasked with having diversity and inclusion in our teams, in our organizations. It's communication. At the core, communication is a foundation. We have to not only be able to communicate, but also understand how other people communicate to us in order to get those tasks at hand done. And Susan K. Younger is a relationship architect. She is engaging humanity in the workplace. She's a certified bank iOS coach and trainer for Codebreakers Technology. Susan's mission is to make people matter. I love Codebreaker Technology. I liken it to the disk profiling only better. You can code yourself in 90 seconds and then understand others. You can run the code through someone's LinkedIn profile if you're looking to network with them and understand what's important to them and how to communicate better with them. So first and foremost, it starts with us. We have to understand how we communicate and what our super strengths are. Those strengths, those uniquenesses that make us us. And secondly, we have to understand the communication of others, how others want to be communicated to and with in order to have collaboration and camaraderie in the workplace. So if you have communication flowing, you can have diversity, you can have an inclusion within your organization. And one of the benefits for an organization is solid communication enhances overall profitability and productivity for the company. And a benefit for the employee is it fosters confidence for greater empathy, more effective communication and relatability with one another, managements, clients, for example. So I asked Cassia Hansen to be a guest because she is one of the most inclusive leaders that I know, leaving a beautiful mark in this world. Cassia Hansen is the Global Director in Video and Public Safety and Security of the Internet of All Things Group at Intel Corporation. She is a leader who leads by example. She's inclusive, empathetic, strategic, driven, and invests in her team to achieve success. Cassia is a mom who balances all the things with a smile on her face and can find the fun in every task and challenge that lies ahead of her. Her positivity, relatability, and charismatic demeanor are contagious. As you listen today, listen for when Cassia talks about the values both a mentor and mentee should possess and why improving your weaknesses isn't the answer. (music) 
The Security Industry Association's Women in Security Forum is a group for both women and men that offers programs such as personal and professional development opportunities, networking events, with the common goal of supporting the involvement of women in the security industry. Recently, my colleague Susan K. Younger and I had the pleasure of speaking at their participation at ISC West in Las Vegas. The SIA Women in Security Forum is a true delight. They're charismatic, friendly, nurturing, respectful. They give back to their communities. They're intelligent and innovative. Their mission is to engage all security professionals to promote, recruit, and cultivate the leadership of women for a greater inclusive and diversified industry. For more information, visit securityindustry.org. Cassia, this is an exciting topic today that stems from our time together in Las Vegas at ISC West, where Susan K. Younger and I talked about the Code to Communications, Collaboration, and Camaraderie via SIA's Women in Security Forum. You're a global IoT video sales leader covering physical security, cybersecurity, safe cities, and sports. You were named a global influencer in security in 2021 and are the chairwoman for the Security Industry Association Women in Security Forum. Welcome, Cassia. So great to be here again. Thank you so much. <laughs> and, and with all those achievements that I just talked about, there's so much more. You're also a mother. So I'm so curious. How would your daughter describe you? Well, I think it depends on the day you ask. Um, <laughs> um, some days it's good, some days it's bad, maybe. But no, I, you know, we were traveling one time together in the car and I, we were, she was working on a project to identify for word, right? And what does, what does that word mean to her? And I said, you know, what, what is my word? And she goes, oh, that's easy, powerful. And it really like hit me because she was so quick to figure it out. And yet some of us take years to figure out what our word is, right? Um, so I thought that was very sweet of her. And, um, and you know, and then she gave some other compliments about being a great mom and whatnot. So that made me feel really good, especially being a working mom. That's a great word to describe you. And how touching that your daughter says that about you. Speaking of accolades, going back there, congratulations on being named one of 2022's Power 100 by SIA's Women in Security Forum. Thank you. Such an, um, such an honor. And, you know, the, the program in general, though, I, I was really excited for us to launch the program. Um, you know, back when I, I took over uh, as chair of Women in Security Forum, there was this, this uh, feedback around giving more recognition to women in the industry, right? Showcasing that we have so many amazing women and so much talent um, and whether it's, you know, product management to engineering um, to, you know, office support or accounting, I mean, you name it, or executive level, um, there's just so much talent. And so uh, the Power 100 was, you know, definitely a, uh, a labor of love in terms of getting more recognition to the women in the industry. So we, we were able to launch uh, with SIA's support. We had tremendous support from SIA. Um, and we launched Power 100 and hope to continue to keep it going uh, over the next few years. So um, more than anything, I was just so pleased to see um, so many women being named to that list. That was really, really wonderful. An impressive women, including yourself, of course, but such a great lineup. There was absolutely so many impressive women. Again, you know, so many different roles, right? I mean, 
to get recognized in the industry, you don't just need to be in sales, for example, right? Oftentimes salespeople are a little more out there, um, but there's just so many people that make the industry work and so many women that are just truly amazing. And they're doing, you know, they're doing their jobs because of the fact that the mission is so important in protecting people, place and things. And so um, being committed to that mission and, um, you know, doing their jobs well, they, they've been recognized. So mm-hmm. really, really proud. And kind of stemming from mission, Cassia, one of the things you desire as chairwoman is to have more diversity and inclusion, as I understand it, in security. So share with us that vision. Yeah, you know, we in Women in Security Forum are really focused on, you know, increasing diversity and inclusion in the security industry, right? Uh, It's not a checkbox. Um, You know, diversifying the industry is absolutely an effort that continues um, and is an ongoing effort, I should say. Um, it's, it's an effort to create opportunities for women, whether it's leadership or new roles, and also bringing in young professionals and women that are coming out of college or um, you know, women that have diverse backgrounds and ethnic backgrounds. Um, it's not just about women, but it's about how do we overall um, really create this environment that brings so many different experiences and, um, you know, people together to, to, you know, help forward the industry uh, as a whole. So I, I really think um, the effort to, you know, we, we're definitely making progress. I mean, there was a group of women that started this um, a few years ago with SIA. Um, it's become this, you know, uh, this, this mission with such a such momentum and continues today. So um, just such a great cause. And I, and I think we are moving the needle. So that's, that's the positive. We have a lot more work to do. You know, I always say to people when they ask me, you know, if there's no just checkbox that you're done and okay, we're all set. It's just a constant conversation. Um, it's an awareness. It's a um, working and collaborating with the industry to, you know, create those opportunities for women. So really, really important effort in my view. Well, having the privilege of being on site and around the Women in Security Forum members, it's so lovely to see that men are involved, but just more women in the industry. So as a female myself, I was all excited and and super supportive. And I believe it's 11% of the global population are female in security, if I'm not mistaken. And so it's so small, but what you're doing as chairwoman and what, you know, the Women in Security Forum is doing is just so impressive and needed from the sponsorship that you offer to the stewardship. So that personal development. So along the lines of personal development, you are one of the most inclusive leaders that I've met. And so it's so important and and fun for me to showcase you. So, you know, earlier we talked about uh, mentorship and sponsorship. So how do you recommend obtaining a mentor or sponsor? You know, I think it's um, really ask, right? Identify what where it is you want to grow and what can be done. You know, are, are there people that you see that are successful? Let's say you want to move into a role and your career path is leading you one, who's most successful in that space? And and the key is to ask, right? Ask people that know that person. Even if they don't know you, it's always worth asking. Um, you know, I, I read one time, I forget where it was, years and years ago, you know, it's, it's, you know, building on your strengths is so important. It's not, you know, ha- having a mentor that helps you do that, not necessarily um, focusing on your weaknesses, but really how do you build upon your strengths? Because if you're trying to just always change your weaknesses, you're not being yourself. 
And so a mentor can really help you do that and pull out what, what works and what are your strengths, but then also how do you enable those strengths to really help pull along and, and improve those weaknesses? So it's a, it's a little bit of a different concept for me, but, but from a mentorship perspective, I think asking um, people around you and it's men and women, right? So it's not just um, asking women to be your mentors, but it's having both because I think those experiences are so important. And um, the Security Industry Association RISE program um, it launched a mentoring program um, over the last few weeks. Um, it's called Talent Inclusion Mentors and Education and Mentorship and Education. And it's called TIME. Um, and it's really, I think it's going to be a fantastic program um, to drive more mentorship in the security industry. So it's fantastic to see um, the young professional team within SIA um, really trying to create more, um, more mentorship more interest for younger professionals in the security industry. So, and, and we hope it's more women too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? Because if we see it, we can become it. But you brought up such an important thing that we do need men and we need to uplift each other on this journey. And there's so much we can learn from each other. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we all have different experiences. Um, so at the end of the day, it's not that one's better than the other. It's just, we've all experienced something different. Um, we may have a different view and those views help us be better actually it helps us be more um you know more include have an inclusive mindset by listening to others that we may not always agree with or we may not have the same experiences but it helps you to improve that inclusive mindset overall mm-hmm. and so on that theme of inclusivity we you just defined how you would recommend obtaining a mentor how do you recommend becoming one well, I think the um, through SIA, for example, you can sign up to be a mentor. I need to take care of that this week because I absolutely want to be a mentor um, in the group. Um, there's a course that they um, ask you to take and then sign up to be a mentor, and then there's a contract. Um, I think it's really important if you are signing up to be a mentor that you ta- that you do take the time, that you're present with your mentee, and um, that you are prepared. You both are prepared for your meetings, right? So when you do meet, you get the the most out of that meeting by preparing an agenda, preparing topics, and just making sure that both know what what the success out of that session looks like so that you can take away key um, key nuggets to go execute on. But I think it's really important if you are going to mentor, be be there, be present, and don't be multitasking. And, and, you know, that's what I've found over the years is I've had many different mentors, um, men and women both. And you know, my favorite ones were always ones that I knew they were present. I knew they were listening to me. They would repeat back what they heard and confirm. And then, of course, give me some nuggets to go and execute on that I could take and figure out, okay, what's going to be best for me and how can that help? But at the end of the day, it's, it's up to both, you know, the mentor and the mentee to really make the most out of it. And um, so for me, I'm, I'm going to take it seriously when I sign up for the program that, um, you know, be present for someone and, and be you know, open and sharing and, and it's, a, it's a commitment, you know, there's a time frame for the program uh, for the mentors. So I, I'm really excited to get involved and, and become one. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's always great to give back. It's so important, not only to have mentors, but to be, be one too, pay it forward, right? Especially for the future. So you touched upon something really important when, when you're looking to become and obtaining mentors, focusing on strengths on either side of the party fence there. And it's so important because today communication is missing 
if we're going to have more diversification within our teams, be more inclusive, for example, we have to have that fundamental foundational communication. And so in Las Vegas, I mentioned Susan K. Younger and I talking about that code to communication and camaraderie. And so what was really unique is there are these codes that you get, and it's all about your strengths and how you lead in conversation, as we discussed. And so, you know, if I throw out the acronym, and we'll kind of dive into this in a second, your action, blueprint, nurture, and knowledge. And so you lead by action, but then you also are very meticulous and thoughtful on coming up with plans. And so Susan's going to kind of talk about your code and the strengths there. And it's also not only important to understand your strengths, but the strengths of others. So Susan? So Cassia, the thing is, it's not just a strength, but it's the values you use in making a decision. We call it a buy-in. And when you're engaging with people about activities you want them to join you in, when you speak to those values that they use in making that decision to participate, you really get their interest at a level that is higher than if you're just talking to them about what's important to you. So you're starting out with that action lead and we frequently call those the movers and the shakers. They're the millionaire makers because they're the ones who will jump in and do it. They are not afraid of taking risks. They love the opportunities. They are always looking for the opportunity to really make something a success and have a win. It, it is about winning and the freedom and flexibility, the spontaneity to really get into it now, not wait and think about it. But when you're talking about security, it's fabulous that that action is supported by Blueprint because Blueprint is all about the structure, stability, the process and systems to put those things together, to put those actions in place, knowing that you've had the predictability and the responsibility to take your duties really as a actionable thing that you're not going to do unless you know it fits the rules that the people that you're working with are credentialed and titled and have the traditional support to make those things happen in a structured way for success. Now with nurturing being in the third, if things seem a bit askew, you really wanna look at it to see is the relationship strong. When you feel tested by those first two, you will turn to that nurturing and go, is this person coming at me with an authentic relationship? Are they really engaging with me heart to heart and looking at the personal growth that my team needs or this project needs? Are they involved in a way and understanding our commitment to our clients and our community? Are they working ethically, morally, and is this a contribution I can count on? When that is answered, then it's easier for you to go ahead and take that action and blueprint. The thing that is least concerned to you is the knowledge and such. You, you have it. It's not that it isn't something that you see of value, but it's not the first thing you turn to. And that's where you count on people on your team to bring in the learning, the intellect, the self-mastery, for them to go ahead and build those aspects so that you can count on the people that lead with that to be part of a team. So frequently when people go, well, if that's the least of my codes, then I don't care about it. It's not that you don't care about it. It's just not your first importance. So learning intellect, self-mastery, you certainly didn't get to the level you are in business without those. You know, you are known for doing research and development. 
the science and the universal truth, the expertise it takes to do these things. What frequently happens is if somebody's action, they can glaze over that knowledge person and not look at the big picture because they are so focused on what they want to succeed. However, when you understand the value of others being completely different than you, you bring that diversity and include them in the project in a way that you know their strength and their value for seeing those things that you're not looking for get addressed in a powerful way to make the solution complete for all. And what I love about working with the bank personalities is it's never about going, this is great and this isn't. It's about saying they all have incredible value. And when I understand somebody else's values for making a decision, I can speak to them in a way that relates to what's important to them. And when I can address what's important to them, I can engage them in what we need done in a way that they understand the value of their contribution to the team. They create the power and strength behind making something happen that works for all. And I think that's the great beauty in this. Back to the mentor-mentee conversation, right? Knowing that maybe a yeah. mentor is an action person, but a mentee is more of a blueprint. And, and that that type of assessment is so valuable to understand each other. And then you can truly mentor them and, and help them by understanding what they are. So I love that. That's, that's awesome. And it's not surprising I'm action because I, I definitely, you know, as you saw in, in Vegas wearing my sparkle shoes and <laughs> um, big personality. So, but you were very, in, you were very inclusive in inviting others to participate. You were really looking out for the community. And that's where you see that you're looking at the environment and you're trying to talk to all the codes. And that's the importance of understanding the fact that you may lead with something in your own choices, but when you understand somebody else isn't as driven by those factors, you can mm -hmm. change your conversation to help them see their values and how they make a decision and help them to move forward in a way that allows them to shine and allows them to be seen for what they contribute. And for them to then feel included, not disrespected. Frequently, when you look at environments where somebody says, I only wanna work with people just like me, they are missing a whole segment of team that has a great contribution to make. And they end up wondering why it doesn't come together to serve a bigger base, why they don't have a greater success. And it's because they neglected to address the aspects of the world that are important to somebody else on their team. And that person then doesn't step into their power and strength because they don't feel like they are being appreciated for what they bring to the table. Yeah. And being able to do that through how you mentor others, how you help them to see their strengths and, and level up what they maybe would shy away from otherwise allows them to build their background into the level of involvement on a project and, you know, get promotions and take the lead in things that they maybe wouldn't have done otherwise. And it's no surprise that Susan's title is a relationship coach, and her mission is to make people matter through her efforts and what the Codebreaker Technologies is doing. So it was interesting, Cassia, because Susan coded the Women in Security Forum's code off of the website and 
the forum leads with nurturing. And that's what you, you know, do under duress, right? With your action. It complements your action as you're very nurturing. So it was really cool to see that that nurturing is so important to a forum that's all about diversity and inclusion, showing that you practice what you what you preach. So as we round the turn to wrap up our conversation today, Cassia, the great resignation or reset. I like to call it the great reinvention because there's so much opportunity there. So thinking about the communication code that Susan just decoded for you, when you are understanding the values of others, how do you address who you are to other women in your internal and external tribes? Ooh, that's that's a great question. And that's something to, to think about, right? And to truly identify. I mean, for me, when I'm working with other women, you know, um, it, my nurturing definitely, I think, turns on, you know, um, naturally as a, a parent, you know, you get this nurturing capability. It's like when I travel with people for work, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, the, the mom in me is always concerned about everybody and getting everybody where they need to be, right? Um, and making sure everybody, just like at the event, right? Um, yeah, making sure our team got what they need. So, for me, I really, um, I really try to mirror when I'm working with people, um, you know, whether it's a male or female, and you know, being um, understand them more. Um, really, sometimes, you know, in dealing with difficult people, for example, you know, you 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 have to step back a little bit and just kind of put yourself in their shoes for a little bit um, and understand where are they coming from. Um, you know, the world has changed a lot, right? Over the last few years, we're all online, we're in video, we haven't had as much FaceTime. Um, you know, I think in Vegas, um, the, the great thing about the event was just so many people coming together for the first time in a couple of years. And so um, just really learning, listening, understanding, you know, have, understanding what it means to have an inclusive mindset in, in my view. And for me, it's, it's understanding different opinions, it's how do I take that information and, and make an assessment and a decision for what I need. And, and I try to be that way in my circle of friends, in my circle of peers, um, and, you know, truly try to try to bring, bring people along, right? And, um, and, and the nurturing does come out uh, in that regard. And, and, you know, but I'm also very uh, mission oriented, you know, what is the mission? What are we trying to achieve? Um, whether it's a project or it's a customer's situation or an event, whatever it may be. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, I'm answering it in a roundabout way, <laughs> but, um, but that's really how I, where I come from is when I'm dealing with, you know, my circles and, um, and or customers or partners or whatever it may be. Yeah. You, it's all about belonging. It's all about belonging with everything you said. You know, I mean, people want to feel like they belong. Um, and that's yeah. that, you know, inclusive, inclusive mindset and, you know, whether it's managing teams, um, you know, and, and seeking out those other perspectives, uh, you know, it hasn't always been easy, right? Because we've all been, prior to the pandemic, you know, on the road, um, you know, there's so much go, 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 go. And then now we've been on our computers for a couple of years, not FaceTime. And I think what, what Vegas really showed me at the event was face-to-face um, -face time really matters. It still is so important to just human nature. And we need to feel that human connection with other people. And I think it also brings out further understanding of people too. 
um, that you've now seen a little peek into their personal life, for example, on the computer and their kid running back, you know, behind the screen or whatever it may be, right? Or their animals. And um, But now having that human element and that face-to-face human element, um, I think, you know, hopefully it, it brings together a lot more collaboration. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That empathy, the trust, they feel safe and secure. Well, Cassia, thank you so much for spending time with us today and best of luck with everything. And thank you for being the leader that you are. We need more women stepping up and being leaders like you. And, and we have a hundred that were just showcased. So a hundred other leaders. I'm so excited. There's other magazines in the security industry that are doing their own. Uh, so I'm, I'm so thrilled. I mean, the more women we can feature, the better. We do have a lot of amazing women leaders. So um, just glad to be part of the, the, the group and um, make trying to make a difference. So if there was one thing, Cassia, that maybe not everyone knows about you, what would that be? Well, I, the funny thing is um, I have a hundred, over 100 pound, six month old puppy. And not a lot of people know that I have that, but they see him and they think he's a, a grown dog. But um, I, I jumped into the land of, of being a dog mom. So um, 100 pounds, six months old, you know my toe <laughs> at all times. <laughs> so, yeah. 100 pounds and puppy never really go in the same sentence. So I like I that. I know. He's, he's all boy. That's for sure. <laughs> So thank you. Thanks so much. Really appreciate uh, the time with you guys. Thank you. A special thank you to Cassia Hansen for being our guest today and sharing why her strengths and values around communication, belonging, and community are so important if we want to have diversity and inclusion in security, but I would say even just in the workplace. It doesn't have to be just security. It can be the workplace, the world. A special thank you to Susan K. Younger, our relationship architect, for sharing some of her wisdom around the Codebreakers technology and the personality traits that we possess and others possess to us when communicating. It's all about communication and collaboration and camaraderie. A special thank you to you, our valued listener, for tuning in today, and a shout out to New Voice Studios for producing today's episode. I asked Cassia to be a guest because she is one of the most charismatic and inclusive leaders I know. And the three key takeaways from our conversation today are build on your strengths and values. Whether you're a mentor, a sponsor, a mentee, you want to focus less on your weaknesses because the strengths are the unique superpowers of you. They make you, you, and make you stand out from your competition. Secondly, the best mentors are the ones who listen and are present during your time together. A good mentor offers tips, tricks, suggestions to execute on the strengths and values that you possess. And lastly, we all want to be included. Belonging is so important. It's important because we want to feel connected and appreciated. And lastly, belonging. We all want to be included. We yearn to feel connected to and appreciated by others. If we feel we belong, we can create community. We can feel that we 
can make a contribution. We can collaborate. We can have camaraderie. And that is why communication is such an important foundation within an organization. It not only will make the organization more profitable and productive, but it will make the employees feel appreciated and retention. It's all about employee retention today, especially as we look to the great resignation, the great reset, or the great reinvention. You want to retain your employees. And if they feel appreciated and respected and included, they're more likely to stay and continue to contribute to the organization's success. Thank you and stay courageous. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.